0: You're listening to the official ABC Once Upon a Time podcast. I'm your host Estelle Geki, and I'm here with the creators and executive producers of Once, Adam Horowitz and Eddie Kitsis, who will guide you through a recap of Selfless, Brave and True, episode 218. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. So many fans have been asking about August. Yes. And I loved exploring his journey throughout this episode, because it really is the missing pieces.
1: Yeah, you know, we had him take off for a reason in the beginning of the year. And um, this was a story that we've been excited to tell. And I- I think after seeing this episode, you now understand why it came where it did in the season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And in the beginning of the episode, Emma tells David that Snow is the only one who can help herself. Is Emma right?
2: This is, you know, the... The familial conflict at play here, you know, while they are a a family that loves each other, they also have different views on how to handle things. And and David's been handling things one way, and Emma is not seeing any progress, and she thinks they got to try something different.
1: Look, Emma wants tough love, and David wants soft love. That's the difference of opinion.
0: And when August and Snow are talking in the trailer, he says, but maybe some things you just can't come back from. Yeah. Does that statement hold particular weight with Snow?
1: It holds a lot of weight with Snow because the reason you realise she's helping August throughout this episode is because if maybe August can be redeemed, she can be redeemed. And so she wants to heal her heart as well.
0: Does Snow's faith in August's redemption somehow make way for her own?
1: That's what she's hoping for. I think that she, in a lot of ways, is she's hoping that if August can be redeemed, then her heart can be lightened again. David warned her, if you do this, you won't be able to live with yourself. And we're seeing a person who can't live with herself.
0: I felt like that was exemplified when Snow and the Blue Fairy discuss August. Yeah. Snow pleads to give him another chance and then reassures Geppetto that there is hope for his son. Yeah, yeah. Snow
2: is talking about herself and she's hopeful about herself. And, you know, um,
1: she's trying to be. Yeah, and she's, she's trying to be.
2: Right, and she needs that hope and she needs August to redeem himself to give her the hope. She can do the same thing for herself.
0: What happened to Snow in the moment when she slapped Geppetto?
1: I think that in that moment, the anger that she could have gone through with her daughter, like originally planned in the pilot, and that he lied to her. Snow White, we know, would have forgiven him and understood it because he was doing it for his child. And perhaps even if he came to her, she might have even let him do it. We don't know. (laughs) I mean, if we remember in the pilot, of course, the whole idea was that she would be pregnant and give birth on the side. But in that moment, her first reaction was, to slap him. And that I think is the darkening of the heart. And that's why she stared at her hand and Emma was like, what's going on? And she apologizes. And I think that's her fear. She doesn't want to become that. She doesn't want to become dark. And that slap is a constant reminder for her in this episode, the stakes, which are her heart.
0: And Regina finds out who Owen is, but then denies knowing what became of his father. I know she's lying. She must be lying.
1: Well of course she's
2: lying. Well, yeah, of course she knows what happened. She we knows we saw happened. the end of the previous episode. Kurt was in the in the car, so she knows what happened. The question is when when will
1: the rest of us find out? Or the other question is Adam is how is he gonna get the answer out of her? Yeah. Yeah. Guess that's finale time.
0: So when Snow and David are talking in the kitchen, she mentions a bean crop. So that's something else that we have to look forward to. Yeah. Very quick reference.
1: Well, you know, we saw that Anton brought the beans in 213. We saw that the dwarves are going to help him grow it. And we know that David wants more than anything to return home. And I think that he is slowly working on Mary Margaret because I think in his mind, this is the way. Let's go back and rebuild. We'll restore your heart as we restore our kingdom. So. um, you know, those are growing. Even if we don't see it, Storybrook moves on.
0: We know it's happening. Yeah. And in the hospital scene, when August stabs himself in the leg. It was excruciating to watch. Mm. Was that to demonstrate his own denial?
2: When August stabs his own leg, he's trying to prove to the doctor that he is turning to wood.
1: There is wood there, but like we saw last year, you can't see it unless you believe You have it.
2: to be a believer, and the doctor's not a believer, so he's just seeing a crazy guy stabbing himself, whereas from August's point of view, he's got a wooden leg, and he's just stabbed wood, which is why the doctor freaks out and calls security, and August is on the run, and he's frustrated because he knows unless he can find a believer he's not gonna be able to find a cure or any way to help his situation. Yeah
1: and for us you know what it was in a character moment was instead of going back and helping Emma and doing what he was supposed to he tried to find a shortcut. He tried to find an easy way out. He was hoping science could trump magic. He was hoping somebody could cure him of the disease so he could continue to live his life the way he did without the repercussions but we know karma.
0: I really do enjoy the dragon character. Yes. yes. It's a great character. He's, He's fun, the dragon. He? And I loved the whole set dressing. Everything I thought was really brilliant. It just put you right into the scene. But I did find it interesting that the dragon takes payment from the soul.
1: For him to be able to do his magic, he needs something that is priceless from you. And to continue being the dragon and live in modern-day Hong Kong, he needs a price. So, if this was back in the old land, you would trade something priceless and maybe something of value, like wheat or something. The personal item is more about him
2: performing his magic and making it work. And the cash is about having... Rent. uh, It's about rent. (laughs) It's about rent. By the way, it's very expensive in Kowloon nowadays. And the dragon also has premium cable, so he likes those channels.
0: Interesting. Why does Tamara kill the dragon? What threat was he to her?
2: Well, that's an excellent question.
1: That is the kind of question that leads into a bigger question, which is, what is she doing? And now that we see her kissing Greg at the end, I thought he was just here for his father. What are they doing? Yeah,
2: and... Why are they doing this, Yeah, same? She certainly has an interest in magic, and she certainly didn't like the dragon enough to kill him.
1: Well, to be fair, she also killed August. She tried. She came pretty close. She's after something.
2: She's after something, and she certainly has negative feelings towards August and the dragon. So what can we take from that? You just Keep have to Keep watching, but that's exactly what we're about to explore in much greater depth in the coming episodes. Yeah,
1: in the last three.
0: And just from that last scene, we actually learned that the she or her on his phone was always her. Yes. Yes. So it was very sweet that Pinocchio was given a second chance.
1: Yeah, I know there are a lot of heartbroken fans because of Ian, who is fantastic. And you know, I think this episode showed there is many more stories to be told about Ian in the real world. But for us, his happy ending was getting to start over and be the man that he always wanted to be, but never lived up to. And for us also, it's great to see Marco, who missed his son get his son back and in a way it's as if time never moved for them he gets to start over too and so for us that was the natural conclusion of this story for august
0: and i thought it was really beautiful how his son even though he hasn't remembered anything has actually remembered to always be honest and true and good which was something that he was always a little bit naughty beforehand. Always,
1: he's Pinocchio. Pinocchio in Phuket is not a good situation.
0: It's curious that Tamara deliberately bumps into Neil, and then by the last scene, as we discussed, she's kissing Owen. It is a pretty complex plan that she's cooking up. Yes,
1: she is clearly following August. She has clearly set her sights on Neil for some reason, and whatever her and Greg are doing, I hope they reveal in the next three episodes. I do or too. I would be very
0: disappointed, Adam.
1: I would be, too.
0: So what's your favorite scene or moment from this episode?
2: You know what? I'm going to go with the sappy for this one, which is when he turns into, you know, young Pinocchio. That's a and beautiful the, scene. And the emotion of yeah, well, seeing... Yeah, what's sappy about that? You know, it's the emotional as opposed to... I, I'd say my two, the two kind of extremes in the episode for me are when the dragon gets killed, which I think is super awesome. And then the tugging at the heartstrings when we see August get another chance and get the chance to do it right this time and not make the mistakes he's made in his life. And to see the happiness in uh, Marco's face when he realizes he's going to have his son back, his adoptive son and they can have a loving and great relationship for the rest of their lives.
1: I loved the tomorrow reveal. The phone drops, he says, you know, ma'am, and then you realize, oh wow, okay, these things are are star to be more than I thought they were.
0: We have a couple of Twitter questions for you. Matt C asks, did Cora already know about Regina and Daniel prior to Snow telling her?
2: She didn't know. You know, she she maybe suspected and knew that something was amiss with her daughter and that her daughter was being rebellious in some way. I
1: think she might have known they were flirting. I think she was smart enough to know her daughter had a crush on him. What she didn't realize was that they were going to run off that night and that's what Snow told her.
0: And Jessica Salza asks, Are Cora and Snow's mother related?
1: Are Cora and Snow? No. No.
0: It was just a rivalry.
1: Yes. It was a rivalry that we saw in episode 15. Cora says over Ava's dead body, death looks good on you. Mud, you know, it's your color. And then we see in 16 that Ava was the 16-year-old who tripped Cora and said, you know, this looks good on you. And we realized that moment was defining for both of them. For Cora, it was... I don't wanna take this anymore. And for Ava, it was the moment she realized, I can't be like this. And we see that, like Snow in uh, The Queen is Dead, she had to learn her own lesson too.
0: And Jose Miguel asks, why didn't Emma notice that the outsider lied when he saw something weird in Storybrooke?
2: The reason she didn't see the lie is because, as we saw in episode 17, Greg is Owen, and Owen has been to Storybrooke. Owen has seen magic. He's aware of magic. So what she asks him is, did you see anything unusual? He says no, because that was exactly what he was expecting to see. He came there in search of magic. He came there in search of something. So when asked, did you see anything unusual? And he says, no, it's because this is all he knows of Storybrooke, and he's actually seeing what he expected to see. So Emma's all she's reading when she looks at him is someone who's telling the truth.
1: It's like if you went to the North Pole, you would expect to see Santa.
2: I would. And that's the only thing Emma cared about in that scene. And as far as the texting part of it goes, it's like for all, you know, Emma knows is he was drunk or he was just hiding in and trying to cover up something he did. All she cared about was the magical part of it. And that he passed with flying colors because he wasn't lying.
0: Razor Devernecks asks, Does Rumpel have the memories of previous Dark Ones and if so, will we meet them when his memories bleed through?
1: I would love to meet other Dark Ones, but I don't believe he has the memories of them. They're all individual people. Just like when uh, President Obama does not have the same memories as President Lincoln. Or President Washington.
0: Eddie and Adam, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you everyone for listening and tuning in. If you'd like to be part of our next session, please tweet me your question to at ABC underscore publicity. Please join Eddie and Adam next week and tune in to Once Upon a Time, Sundays 8, 7 central on ABC and available the following day at abc.com. Thank you.
1: Thank you.